This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey y'all, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast where we open the book of history, flip through it, and tear out a page. Today is May 30th, 2020. The day was May 30th, 1967. The Republic of Biafra declared its independence from Nigeria. In 1914, the Colony and Protectorate of Nigeria was established. British Governor General Frederick Lugard instituted a policy of indirect rule. In this setup, traditional structures were allowed to remain to establish regulations, but they were subordinate to British officials. Britain used existing ethnic and social divisions to keep Nigerians from organizing effective political resistance to its rule. It encouraged competition between Nigeria's largest ethnic groups, the House of Fulani, Igbo, and Yoruba. In 1954, Britain divided Nigeria into the northern, western, and eastern regions, with the latter two in the southern half of the federation. Each region was soon dominated by an ethnic group, the House of Fulani in the north, the Yoruba in the west, and the Igbo in the east. As the British consolidated their power in the region, ethnic and religious tension escalated. At the same time, the British faced dissent from the Nigerians who challenged British rule. In 1960, Nigeria gained independence from Britain. Abu Bakar Tafawa Balewa became the first prime minister. But the period just after independence was marked by violent leadership transitions and regional hostilities. Though some nationalists wanted a unified Nigeria, the state was immensely divided. The government was led by the Northern People's Congress in alliance with the National Council of Nigerian Citizens. And in 1963, the country became a republic. But ethnic conflict, as well as economic and social imbalances, brought tensions to a head. In January of 1966, the civilian government was deposed in a coup, and General Aguiyi Iransi in Igbo became the head of state. Igbo leaders claimed the coup was an attempt to save Nigeria from dissolution, but the House of Fulani and Yoruba people remained suspicious. The new administration abolished the federation and instituted a unitary state, but the leaders of the coup were accused of favoring Igbo domination. In July of 1966, General Yakubu Gowan, an Anga from the Middle Belt of Nigeria, led a counter-coup with help from northern groups. Aguiyi Aransi was killed, along with thousands of others from the south who were living in the north. Gowan restored the federal state. He promised to restore democratic rule, but continued ethnic tensions led to massacres. Thousands of southern Nigerians living in the north, particularly Igbos, were killed. Northern Nigerians were also targeted in eastern Nigeria. After the pogroms in the north, thousands of Igbos fled to their traditional lands in southern and eastern Nigeria. Gowan's government did not respond to Igbo appeals for justice, and support grew for Igbo secession. On May 30, 1967, the eastern region seceded and proclaimed the Republic of Biafra. Igbo leader General Ameka Ojukwu declared the Republic of Biafra a free and sovereign state. He also recommended that Biafra become a member of the Commonwealth of Nations and adopt a federal constitution based on the new provincial units. Ojukwu proclaimed that all ties between the Republic of Biafra and the Federal Republic of Nigeria were dissolved. 
He also declared that any contractual obligation entered into by any authority or organization within the Republic of Biafra would be considered as entered into with the government of the Republic of Biafra. The Nigerian government turned to violence to reclaim the region. For more than two years, Biafra and the government of Nigeria were engaged in a civil war. Biafra did gain recognition from some African states and received aid from international organizations, but Ojukwu fled the country and Biafra surrendered in January of 1970. More than a million people are estimated to have died during the civil war, including many Biafran civilians who died from starvation. After the war, the Nigerian government adopted a policy of no victor, no vanquished. Biafra was reabsorbed into Nigeria. The federal government proceeded to consolidate its power, and the Igbos grew more influential, but they were still marginalized. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us via email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. You can also hit us up on social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.